Join God's anointed servant, Prophet Nana Seyopokusakode, for a special fasting and prayer time, starting on the 26th to 29th April 2022. One of the things that makes some things work for people in the Bible is that one, they believe in God. That one, it's not a struggle. The second thing you also find out is that they believe in the instruments God is using. Do you understand? Yes, sir. Or let me put the word, the vessel. It means that the way God has designed the system, <laughs> some of you wish God is here preaching. God himself is standing here and he's preaching. How, how wonderful would that be? But he has designed the system such a way that he will forever use men. Amen. Forever. But it's so serious that I've seen things and stories in the Bible where God wants to speak to people and they send angels. Everybody say angel. These are supernatural beings. I'll give you an example. It's like when God wanted to save Cornelius as the first Gentile, when he transferred the gospel to the Gentiles and brought the Gentiles as an engraftment into the kingdom he sent an angel to Cornelius house that means that angels can preach now hear this very carefully I want this thing to sink into your heart so that you see the seriously tell your neighbor angels cannot preach and sincerely speaking how many of you wish that between now and tomorrow by this time you see an angel really the question is, why do you want to see an angel? You just want to add it to your spiritual CV that I've seen an angel. It doesn't really add anything to your Christian life. Amen. Even if you see Jesus, I've been telling you, if Jesus comes to your room and shows himself and doesn't tell you anything, you are the worst person on earth. It is what he says that makes the difference. Amen. Because I'm sure you see Jesus every day, but you might not probably recognize that this is Jesus. So number one, angels cannot preach. God forever will use me. But let me tell you something. If you are going to benefit from the generation where we are, it is not enough to come to church. Everybody here as a Christian, when God saves you, he puts you under leadership. It's the same thing. Like when you are born in the house, you have to grow with a family. Are you getting the point now? Somebody must take care of you and to come to the age of accountability. Now watch this. It doesn't change in the kingdom. Every Christian must have a denomination he belongs to. Let me put it this way. There must be a covering around you. There is somebody God has developed. It means that the people that are covering you now, they used to stay under other people's covering. Hello? Watch this. It is important to believe the things that the person that God is using to send messages to you. So, look at the way your Bible puts it. It says, believe the Lord your God and you'll be established. He said, believe his prophet also. And you do what? You will prosper. God said that because not everybody will believe in the vessel God has sent to them. Now this week, believe the things I'm going to tell you. And if you believe them, it has the chance of changing your life. Hallelujah to Jesus. Prayer is going to dedicate to somebody around you that has been a target of the kingdom of hell. That God needs your prayer to rescue them. Now, the interesting part is that you don't know the person. Because as I'm standing here, I cannot tell whose prayer brought me to the kingdom. 
Every one of us here, somebody's prayer brought us to the kingdom. Did you understand what I just said? Every one of somebody prayed prayer that brought us to the kingdom. That is why John Wesley said, it seems God does nothing except in answer to somebody's prayer. So he said, God does nothing. The only thing he's doing heaven is to answer prayer. So one of the major things God is doing is to answer prayer. Hello? There is somebody, it can be a husband, a wife, a daughter, a mother, a sister, a brother, somebody that we did now to Friday. The orchestration of the devil against your life must shift into another dimension. What is the best example you can give to you? If the church didn't pray, Satan would have killed Peter. So this week, number one, a satanic activity will be stopped completely because of your prayer. And the reason God is going to do is that you are here because you believe what I said. No, I say you are here because you believe what I said. You are here because you do what? You believe that God sent me. You believe that the things I say comes from God. And you believe that you might not even know why we are praying. But you just believe it. And for believing it, you will see results of what you are going to That is the only thing. That's all. Believe his prophet also and you will prosper. And I know this week you will prosper. Now, I wrote something here. The only thing you want to develop. Hmm? The greatest miracle God can do to, for every one of us here is to save us. No miracle can be compared to that. Salvation is the greatest miracle. When God takes you from darkness and brings you to light, it's a miracle. It stops practicing of prostitution, witchcraft, different things. Salvation is the greatest miracle. The greatest miracle is not for you to be raised from the dead. In fact, when you were a Christian, it's not even necessary for you to be raised unless you have not finished your assignment. But if you are a child of God, I have read books about people who died and people pray for them to come. Most of the testimony, they didn't want to come. Oh, yes. If you have read one of these books, you see that when, when they were, compared to this uh, coronavirus environment, they didn't want to come. Yeah. There's no virus in heaven. So salvation is the greatest miracle God can do for you. When you are converted from darkness to light, when your spirit man is regenerated, when you have the opportunity and the privilege that your name is written in the book of life, when God can point to you and say, this is my son and daughter. It's not everybody walking on earth that God said they are their sons and daughter. No. But when you are born again, God sees you as his bona fide property. And you also have hope of the life to come. Hey. Hallelujah. Now, apart from that one, when you come to Jesus Christ, are you listening to me? Yeah. Huh? When you are born again, you are now Savior, you come to Jesus Christ. The one thing you want to develop more than anything else in your life as a believer is your prayer life. Because, no, the reason why you are quiet is because you don't like praying. But I want to tell you that after salvation, one thing that you want to develop in your life. What, what word am I using? Develop. It means it won't come automatically. Nobody wake up and be prayerful. You cannot just be hanging around the chair, wake up and say, oh, this sister. No. Continuous, non-stop coming to church and punctual church attendance is not equivalent to prayer life. It's not equivalent to be prayerful. Let me put it in a better way. So, 
The fact that you come to church every time does not mean you are prayerful. You become prayerful by conscious effort to pray. Amen. And paying the price to pray. Amen. Apart from salvation in the next thing, why is it so? Because prayer is the gateway to all the other blessings in, a, in, uh, 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 in your life as a Christian. What did I say? Prayer is what? The gateway. It means that do you want the gift of prophecy? Prayer is the gateway. Do you want the Holy Ghost baptism? Prayer is the gateway. Do you want to witness to other people? Prayer is the gateway. Do you want to be a hot, vibrant, holy Christian? Prayer is the gateway. If you are not prayerful, we cannot promise what you do next. Now hear this. A prayerful, a prayerless Christian can commit fornication in black and white. Oh, but I don't pray, but I've not done it. The opportunity has not come. And it's coming very soon. Yeah. How can you say that? Because Jesus said, pray that you will not enter into what? So, a less prayer invites more temptation. Prayer is a gate. Do you want to be a powerful preacher? Everybody is called to the five, one of the fivefold ministry. You either call us an evangelist, you either call us an apostle, you either call us a prophet. You either call us a pastor or you either call us a teacher or a shepherd. All this calling, say, the gateway to be on the cutting edge is prayer. Hmm? Prayer is the gateway of choosing the right partner. So all of you, if one day you come here and one of your cheek is swell, and as a result of that, your, 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 your boyfriend beat you because you either marry human being or a gorilla. Be neutral. Yeah. Yeah. If you see somebody that the the the, 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 the husband has beaten her, he married a gorilla. Yeah. Gorillas beat people. Yeah, they beat people. You can go and check the characteristic for yourself. No. Oh no, no, no. Man of God, we cannot sit there and cancel people and try to tell them that uh, humble yourself and then let the thing work. The foundation is not correct. That's where. And the real foundation is that there was prayerlessness. Oh. Yeah. 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 You fell in lust, not love. Wow. Wow. prayer for people. <laughs> no, no, no. That's what it is. So, <laughs> don't let them let you feel like, as for you, your breakthrough has delayed, and they, they can make you feel like, as for you, something is wrong with you. No, don't be in a hurry. Take your time and keep on praying. Yeah, take your time. Somebody around you, his destiny must change. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because this is what God told me. If the devil cannot get to you, he can touch the person you love. And touching the person you love can affect you. So we will not permit him around. I will not permit him around anybody we love. And we can only do that by prayer. Normally, it's beautiful girls who don't like praying. And it's also them that choose wrong partners. If anybody has ever told you are beautiful, be careful. I've seen beautiful ladies who have come out of marriage. They have regretted what they married. Yeah. I know a lady that used to be a former Miss, Miss Ghana. Yeah. Do you know what you mean to come? You can't even stand Miss Miocho. Miss Ghana, somebody. Yeah. If you stand Miocho, you will lose. Yeah, somebody was 
No, but the person he married has never had peace. Beautiful lady. He's standing in contest with. We selected all the women in Ghana he won. Who, who, that thing cries deception. Yeah. Yeah. Prayer is the gateway to all breakthroughs in life. It's your business failing. Now listen, where you are is as a result of the prayer you pray in the past. And when you are going, you will be determined at the prayer you are praying now. So listen, if I know that your prayer life has come down, I know the future will be a struggle. Bottom line. If I hear you say, and nowadays I can't pray well, I know tomorrow your pocket will be empty. Oh, I know that. Because it will cut off your favor. This is it. Check every country with a lot of prayer warriors. If we don't proceed. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, there are countries in Europe, in the West, who used to be in a revivers, cutting edge. Today they've forgotten about God. And all kinds of things are coming in. The most dangerous independent is independent from God. Nothing can be, nothing is more scary than that. Lord, I don't want you again. Hey! Because we were created to depend on him. So to have independent from him, hey, it's too dangerous. I'm not talking about country. If you see anybody in the street who doesn't know Jesus Christ, he's independent from God. Today, receive grace to pray in this week now finally let me tell you this one of the places i was preaching yesterday i preached in was it sunday i preached in i mean my last preaching ended around somewhere nine in the night but i told them that sometimes it's not every time you pray with a prayer point so don't come here and every time you have to put in there a prayer that you get coliko we we are not we have to live that style no there are prayer that must be inspired by the holy ghost and I give you Romans 8 26. You see here? I thought it's where we went. I was here. Yeah. The Bible says the Holy Ghost helps our weakness. Yes, the weakness does not mean that you are so weak that you can't stand at Jesus. You don't really know what you are praying about. That is why we have the Holy Ghost inside us. Because the Holy Ghost knows what we need more than we ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So some of you eh, by virtue of the way you are speaking in tongues, I know you choose the wrong, the right partner. Amen. Because the Holy Ghost will naturally lead you to find the right guy. Amen. And when the wrong guy comes, the anointing will blow the guy somewhere. Amen. Somewhere, somewhere, God will orchestrate a way to disconnect the relationship. Because the amount of volumes of prayer you have stored in your prayer vault, God cannot permit evil to happen to you. Hey! The one that is praying has nothing to fear. Yeah. And let me warn you, don't ever mock about a prayerful person. Yes, he may be down and begging today, yes, but it's a matter of short time. Yes, it's getting you with that revolution life and change. Listen, I'm talking to you as a father. Press your way and develop your prayer life. Don't sit down and talk about, I find it difficult to pray. Find a way to pray. These three days I'm putting you in this fasting. I want your spirit to revive. Because some of your spirit is asleep. When your spirit goes to sleep, you sleep more than you are expected. Yeah. Some of you, there is no timetable on your sleeping. Yeah. I have timetable on my sleeping life. 
It will interest you to know for 20 years I've never used alarm clock from building power to now. Yeah. There's something we call body clock. It's more than quartz. Who is quartz? Think about it. If, for instance, if I sleep around 7 o'clock in the night, eh, I can sleep. I know I wake up between 11 to 12. I, I just know I wake up before 12 o'clock. It is not possible for me to sleep and wake up and I can continue to sleep again. You see, the way you can, bam, the sleep will take over. It can't happen. If I even lie down, I will never be able to sleep. So I have just concluded that if God wake me up, I just have to pray. And after I've done it for years, it has become part of my life. But you, even now, your sleeping has defied alarm clock. Do you know that some people did alarm blow, but they didn't hear? Nothing just happens. No. I'm telling you my timetable. I have one of the mentors. If I tell you his timetable, you run away. Now, me, my timetable, when I look at him, I, I don't even think he's a human being. That's what it is. Nothing just happens. A prayerful life is not a gift of the spirit. You have to develop it with discipline. It means that there are times I just decided that this morning I'm praying for six hours. No matter how tired I am, I have to hit the six. Training. Lift up your two hands. Grace for prayerful life. Now, this thing I'm talking is not mechanical. You do it until the Holy Ghost takes over. When the Holy Ghost takes over your prayer life, the prayer becomes enjoyable. You pray. Anything without the Holy Ghost is a struggle. But you must do it at a certain point the Holy Ghost will take over. That's what it is. The Holy Ghost doesn't just take over and say that, Oh Lord, give me power to pray. What power? No. You start praying and ask God for strength. Even Jesus, it was when he was praying that angels came to strengthen him. Angels didn't strengthen him when he was sleeping. No, it was in Gethsemane. When he was still praying, and the Bible says his sweat became great drops of blood, and the angels came to strengthen them. So in prayer, God strengthened those who are praying. He doesn't strengthen those who are sitting down. Hallelujah to Jesus. So today we are going to pray a prayer. There is somebody God must use these three days in your family to save their life, to deliver them, to convert them, to prevent any death sentence around them from happening, to cancel demonic orchestration. Some of you, your picture can go to what I'm talking about. There is a child, there is a husband, there is a daughter, there is a mother, there is a father, there is even a wizard. In your family he either repent or he must go to hell because he's being a contact for distrusting too much yeah somebody went for juju and put a hank this is building power hank a sack of banana how many of you remember i picked that thing and the press the thing is that when one banana drops one person must die the third person to die is who i pick and angels cut the banana down this is evil. This weekend, any orchestration, evil one against your life this year. Jesus. I said this year, uh -huh. any satanic orchestration against your life, it must backfire. Amen. It must boomerang. Amen. It must go back to the center. Amen. Anybody around you, you love that they targeted. The Lord must disappoint the orchestration. Amen. They must receive a mental disappointment. Yeah.
that evil will not alight. By your committed prayer these three days, you are stopping something the devil has started. Confusion into the camp of the enemy. Any evil person in your father's house, in your mother's house, that has put his feet down, that people will not have their peace. Let the God of vengeance arise. Lift up your voice. Let my prayer rescue someone. My mother, my father, my brothers. Lord, I let my voice pray. The next 30 minutes we are praying. God has a lot of plans and purpose within this prayer time. If the prayer has not been answered, why do you stop praying? That is where persistency comes in. There are reasons why prayers are not answered, but today God show me one of the reasons the prayer are not answered is demonic resistance. Make sure one day or other we go into that tomorrow. But I want to say this by authority that after we dedicate our children to God, we must rescue ourselves from negative things in our background. Amen. Now, Jesus says something, and it's one of the most angered messages he preached in the Bible. Jesus was preaching, and you could see that Jesus is very angry about this verse. It's in Matthew chapter 23, when you read from verse number 31 to 36. You, it's one of the things Jesus said in a, and he was telling about the sins of a particular generation and the things they go to as a result of what their fathers did. And they start the time, look at it. Wherefore, he be witness unto yourself that you are the children of them which killed the prophets. This is Jesus. So a certain generation killed prophet and this descended on their children. What has our parents done? Our great grandfather. What is really the problem of Africa? Why don't we even accept the prosperity of our brother, but we love the prosperity of a foreigner? Watch it. Today, a picture came to me. I was in Europe. So, you see, these people that live in the Europeans say, if you, an European, is driving a nice car, oh, I like your car. If you, Africa, is driving something like they are angry. Contrary to our own, we say that. If somebody in India or Lebanese is driving a nice car, praise God. But if it's you, they are angry. So listen, companies that are owned in this land by Ghanaians has been converted to foreigners. And there's nothing wrong. I am not blaming any government. It's a spirit. And until we confront it, we are going nowhere. Let me tell you this. The way you are praying, if God starts blessing you, your enemies might be even your own biological brothers and sisters. Yes, yes. Aunties and uncles. Step brothers and sub-sisters. Jesus said, a man's enemies are the people of his own. Watch this. Wherefore, you are the witness unto yourself that you are the children of them which killed the prophets. Keep going. Keep going. Fill up there the message of your fathers. You don't understand Give me the New Living Translation. They will understand it. I'll come back to King James. Go ahead and finish what your ancestors have started. Hey. If they don't pray. This is coming from the mouth of Jesus. So you can repeat what your mother has done. If you don't pray. Your mother started but you are the one to finish it. God forbid it will never happen to you. Amen. 
That is why I tell you that prayer is the gateway to every breakthrough in the kingdom. Prayer is a, when you add fasting to it, it becomes a ballistic missile. It becomes a nuclear missile. Yes. It becomes a supersonic missile. Can you imagine you are living in a generation and heaven thinks this way about you? The man talking like this, the man who came from heaven, he said, Go ahead and finish what your ancestors have done. Come back to the King James. Come back to the King James. Fill up then the message of your fathers. Now go to the next verse. Watch this. Got it. Is serpents. Look at the strong words. That's what I told you. I've never seen Jesus preach in anger like this one. Is serpent. Is generation of vipers. How can you escape the damnation of hell? Come to the New Living Translation and watch this. Watch this. I want to break it down. Snakes. Sons of vipers. How will you escape the judgment of hell? How? Unless you pray. These people's grand-grandfathers did something. And Jesus is saying that because you are not prayerful, you don't love God, and you are not serving God, you will finish what your father started. It is not in our good interest not to serve God. We will finish an evil thing our grandfather started. David married a lot of women. Only six of them was mentioned. Solomon married 1,900. What David couldn't finish, Solomon finished it. So all this thing that we call about prayer, you see, people love anointing, but they don't love praying. What would really the anointing service do? No, don't let us deceive ourselves. No, don't let us deceive ourselves. Prayer is the gateway to every kingdom blessings. Every kingdom blessing, prayer is the gateway. Show me a prayer for church. That's a church, that's a future. Now I told you what, the future belongs to intercessors and prayer for people. This is it. This is it. A pastor that don't pray, how can he leave the congregation to pray? This is a bottom line. No. Don't sit down and fold your hands and lose your prayer life. I thank God for where you are standing. We are going to pick this up in prayer strongly. Huh? So, do you know the manifestation of this one? Promising girls are going into marriages. And in the marriage, the spirit that fought their mother and brought him out is bringing them out. So, I have seen young ladies come to say, Daddy, what, can I, what should I do again? It means that they've done everything plus what we taught in marriage. Examples they've seen, they fasted and they prayed, but they didn't have the revelation that they are finishing their mother's assignment. Thank God for what you are hearing. The devil can set you up to finish a stupid thing he started with your generation. So if you don't take care, they will let you finish the poverty thing that started there. It will not be your portion. Amen. Hear this. And that can, it cannot only happen by confession. Huh? It must be backed by violent prayers. Violent. What do I call it? Violent prayers. Desperate prayer. God hears desperate prayer. It is the prayer Hannah prayed. It's not for today. Now keep going. Jesus has not finished you. Huh? Come to Kim James. Wherefore, behold, I send unto you prophets, wise men, and scribes, 
and some of them you shall kill. Their people have not started killing words, but Jesus said because they are not praying, they will continue what their father started. You will kill and crucify, and some of them shall ye scorch in your synagogue and persecute them from city to city. Why are they doing that? They are continuing what their father started. Today, I lift my hands as God's servant. May you receive divine exemption. Amen. Anybody that believes the grace of God on our life and the call, I say, may you receive complete divine exemption. Lying out, I don't know when he's going to allow me to do that in the course of the day, but he told me something. He said, Son, this week you must deal with incomplete deliverance. It is what makes people go back into the well. Their deliverance is not completed. I am waiting for instruction from everyone to deal with it. Jesus showed them, I said, How do you see? I see men like trees, incomplete deliverance. If Jesus left him that way, his perception could have been different. So somebody's deliverance must be completed this week. No, I don't think you are ready. For, I say your deliverance must be completed. Your financial deliverance must be completed. Your marital deliverance must be completed. Your health deliverance must be completed. There is something God has started. It must finish. It must come to a perfect end. And there are people standing here. You know what I'm talking about. There is something God has started, but it's not completed. Oh, Jesus. If you come from such a land, you don't play with games. I'm telling you. Some of us standing here, our great-grandfathers were slave, slave masters or slave trade. Huh? There is a man, he told me something. He said that everything was going. It started and it ended. It started and it ended. So, suddenly, he saw that there were some people standing naked. He had a dream. And somebody was bargaining. Huh? Somebody was bargaining on their life. So he prayed and he heard a man came to stand in his bed and say, Go and ask your grandmother about the dream you said. So he saw a particular face and described the person to your grandmother. So that is my grandfather, his great grandmother's grandfather. He said he used to buy people and sell them as slaves. And God was showing the man to deal with it. He dealt with this, his destiny turned. Listen, you, it is possible that your great-grandfather was an executioner. He was the one who cut people's head. Yeah? Amen. Amen. David started, he didn't Solomon completed it. Among David's wife, mm, God said, I have given you wife, even your master. Do you know Saul's wife or David added it to their wife? We didn't know it until when he sinned with Bathsheba. God said, I gave you many women, and even your master's wife. So Saul's wife, David converted them. Solomon came to finish. <laughs> Can you imagine me? My grandfather has 58 children. Can you imagine I'm finishing it? Thank God for salvation. Hey! You know, some of you don't.
don't understand some of these things. The way your father and your mother's marriage, your father and your, your mother's marriage didn't work. You think he said, you have heard immature things about your mother was a stubborn, your father was a humanizer. It's beyond that. Find out what is in the spirit. If you listen to the natural thing, you make stupid decisions. What is behind it? What is behind the stubbornness of your father? What is the spirit behind the humanizing of your grandfather? The throne in your family. Yes. Me, I found out that the chief tansy throne in my family is test polygamy. Mm. And it makes men don't become satisfied with one woman. So find out what is its significance and purpose. It is in the spirit. This is what Jesus is talking about. What, what verse am I reading now? What verse? Yeah, listen to me. Don't just come here and open your mouth and pray in tongues. It must be based on revelation. I know you say, I said the tongues you are speaking in, it must be solidly based on God's word. You are praying because you know what you are praying about. Amen. You cannot confront anything you have not identified. You must identify the thing first, then you can confront it. Wherefore, behold, I send you prophet. Now go to verse number 34, 5. Huh? That upon you, this is what it frightened me a little bit. Jesus said, Upon you may come all the righteous blood. Look at the way Jesus badated it into righteous blood shed upon the earth from the blood of the righteous Abel unto the blood of Zachariah, the son of Barakias, whom you slew between the temple and the altar. They even chased people and killed them at the altar. Today, receive divine exemption from Amen. him. Amen. And Bible will pray it from your stomach. Say, God, cut me from the bloodline. Use the blood of Jesus to separate me from this bloodline. I refuse to be part. Girl, there is a reason why you may propose to you, but it doesn't end up in marriage. One girl told me something. He said, Papa. I noticed that any time I give them stairs, the relationship ends. They will follow me, die for me, and I say, why do you give them sex? He said, I don't know why I do it. They force me and one day I compromise. Have you ever given something I regretted for giving? I, I'm, not, I'm not saying maybe bad, maybe shoe. Have you? Have you? Yes. The guy said he gave them sex and the guys ran away. And he told me something. Say, as long as I've not given them my body, if I tell them to sleep in the gutter, they will sleep. But the day I give them my body, they leave. Think about it. There's a dimension in the spirit. This one is a frightening one. Jesus said that upon you may come. And when I ever we're free. Whatever is coming, we refuse to let it trouble us. It means that something somebody did may invite something. The invitation of this judgment is as a result of the blood their father shed. What is causing the poverty around us? Recently, I was there and I was reading some uh, manifesto of a party in Ghana. And when I finished, I said that our politicians see well in opposition. If you like, go back and study. Every political leader in this country. They see better when they are in opposition. It's a spirit. I know you are quiet because you are a partisan something. But if you want to be truthful, go and check. Check it. 
That is why sometimes we vote for people and regret. Because we can't marry the difference between, and I can't blame them. It's a spirit. And they've never gotten the right people. Has anybody come to power in Ghana and there are full-time prayer warriors praying at the Jubilee? Do you know that if other religions win a, a, a presidential election, their people will be scattered there? They don't care. Most of our presidents call themselves Christian, but there's nobody praying. It starts with prayer. Who is praying for you? Do you know the sad thing? No, nobody's praying for you. Yeah. Lift up your hand. Stand to your feet. Yeah. Some of you that are not married there, it's not your concern to gather one or three people, girls, and say, girls, this weekend, huh? what's the name of this girl? This young lady is called what? This young lady is called what? Madonna. This young lady is called what? Khadija. Now, what is this? Now, can you imagine these four girls? I declare for this fasting drive. They come together and say, okay, today, morning session we are praying for the future husband of inkunim eh? but they don't have revelation for that they don't they don't understand today god told me this generation don't understand the prayer of agreement no. listen you will need more prayer after you notice you will make a wrong choice than before you pray to make the choice if you sense you have not made the right choice and you are not prayerful, you are in deep down trouble. This is where men fail. Once, because there are some decisions, you can't reverse it. Reversing it becomes an indictment of the God who called you. You must stay within it for the name's sake. There's a prayer, pray, Lord, help me not to bring disgrace to your name. So sometimes you can do something. What you have done, eh? You have done and thinking that you are sound and you are free, but you have disgraced God. How many are listening to me now? Yeah? So if you sense you have made a mistake, then you need more grace. And you can be graceful. You cannot be graceful unless you are prayerful. There is a connection between grace, prayer, and humility. If you are meek, a meek person automatically step into prayer. And more prayer will attract more grace. And the grace will let you handle things that nobody will handle it naturally. So there are women eh, who marry wrong men, but they become successful because they pray through it. There are men who marry women that they are not supposed to compared to their assignment, but they pray through it and they are still becoming successful. And God, when Paul, God couldn't change Paul's situation, he said, I pray three times. That this tongue will leave me. God said that my grace is sufficient for you. It means that God didn't take the tongue, but He gave Him grace. Now, the grace means that the thing will be as if it's not there. The tongue was there, but the man did this assignment and finished it successfully. Hear this. You better pray. Lift up your two hands. This thing is very dangerous. Jesus is talking to them, and Jesus is trying to tell them that. That upon you may come all the righteous blood shed upon the earth. Hey! Righteous blood shed upon the earth. So sometimes we have to pray that if any member of our family has shed innocent blood, mercy must be applied. 
Everybody shout to mercy. I was doing a little research about the woman called Hannah. And I found out that his name Hannah means favor. What do you do when your name doesn't suit your life actions? We'll talk about that later. Okay, and count it. Amen. From the blood of from the blood of the righteous Abel unto the blood of Zacharias, the son of Barakias, whom you slew between the temple and the altar. Look at the last verse. Very I say unto you, all these things shall come upon you upon this generation. Because Jesus knows that. Now, when you hear things like this, mm-hmm. have you noticed that there are people in the Bible God pronounce judgment on them? But they want to cry for mercy and God changed his mind. There are some they didn't even cry, somebody cried on their behalf. When God was about to wipe Israel off, it was Moses who stood at the temple and prayed. And the Bible said, God repented. When God pronounced judgment on Nineveh, they fasted for three days and God repented. So it is not what God has said. It is what you do after you hear it. Even if you don't like what God said and his judgment, you can still change it because he has a seed called mercy seed. He might have sat on the judgment seat to pronounce it, but your prayer can move him to the mercy seat to reverse the judgment he pronounced. Let's try and say, Father, Father, I refuse, I refuse to fight my father's battle. To fight my father's battle. Now hear this. You are going to pray this prayer. You may not know them. You may not know them. Listen, these people Jesus was talking to, some of them don't even know their great grandfather. They didn't know their great grandfather was a part of them who killed the prophet. But Jesus, who sits in heaven, knows everything. He said, Nobody can tell you what is in heaven unless the one who is coming from heaven. Jesus didn't come from heaven as a small boy like, uh, like J.D. He jumped. Jesus was already living there. It was God who came in the form of the flesh. But in the beginning was the word. So before everything began, the word was there. And the word was with God. And the word was what? God. Are you getting it? So Jesus has different names in heaven. One of them is called the word of God. He's called wisdom. He's called different things. Now hear this. When he came to them, he called himself the son of man. One day I was explaining to you. Why he called himself the son of man. Now hear this. And here he's saying that. Upon you. The reason why Jesus knows it will happen is that these people will do nothing about it. Hmm. These people will do nothing about it. One of the greatest revival in the Bible is the revival of Nineveh. I'm telling you. Jesus even spoke that. The people of Nineveh will rise up and condemn this generation because they heard the preaching of Jonah and they repented. And one greater than Jonah is here. So if the people heard the lesser Jonah and lesser somebody who is greater than Jonah and they repented of Jonah, you hearing somebody higher than Jonah should be able to repent. But the state of your heart. Not everybody who comes to church is changing. We don't have preaching on the web program. No. Not everybody who comes to church is changing. Not everybody who comes to church is growing. Not everybody who comes to church is developing. People are coming to church like this. They are hearing messages that their marriage should work, but that's the more they become stubborn in their matrimonial home. And the way you are quiet, you are one of them. There are men here, women here, who are listening to me preaching, but they will never change. There is no conscious effort of development. How I can please my husband. How I can love my wife. And today God told me something this evening. He said, son, 
two cannot work except they be agreement. Are you getting it? So even if you have a wife, and you, the woman, understands marriage, and you are learning, and you are doing your best, and the other one understands, there will still be a problem. That means that if you grow and the other one is not growing, there will be a problem. Because two cannot work except they be in agreement. So there should be mutual and corporate growth. There are some things I used to do have changed. There are some things I used to do have changed. I told a lady today, I said, listen, there is something in a man on the phone, I say, call ego. Don't stare a man's ego. It doesn't make sense for you to be angry when your husband is angry. Because by virtue of spiritual hierarchy, God put him above you. So the highest one is God. The next is Jesus, the man and the woman and children. The head of the woman is the man. The head of the man is Christ. And the head of Christ is God. So there's a spiritual hierarchy. So I told the lady, I said that, it is to know your husband has been, that's the way God has made it. Yes, the head of the woman is the man. So every marriage that is working, the woman has learned submission. Now hear this. Even if you marry to a devil and you submit to him, you live at peace. Because it's a principle. A principle is an established law. There's nothing you can do about it. Once you practice it, it works. Whether you're a Christian or not Christian, it will work. So there are unbelievers who marriages are working because the women have found some secret. And they are using it. There are Christian who marriages are failing because their heart is not correct. This three days, Fati, may the Lord shift your heart. Amen. I read to Ezekiel chapter 37 and verse number 26. Do you remember that scripture? Ezekiel, give me the King James Version. 36, 27. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my judgment to do them. Watch this. Give me the New Living Translation. And I will put my spirit into you so that you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. But before you do that, listen to what he said between 25 to 26. Let's go from 25. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you. Hear this. And you will be clean. Your filth will be washed away. And you will no longer worship idols. Look at 26. That is what I'm looking for you. And I will give you a new heart. Mm -hmm. I wish you say, Lord, this is for me. I wish you say, Lord, give me a new heart. How many of you believe that God must give you a new heart? I commanded them. Amen. Amen. Today I'm thinking about it. Hallelujah. No, it takes knowledge. As often I'm telling you, when your heart goes wrong, everything will go wrong. The heart is the center of your life. That's what the Bible says. It determines the course of your life. Amen. Let me tell you something. A lot of marriages break in, break in seven years, 14 years, and 21 years. Seven is a number of familiarity. Much as it's a number of God, the devil uses. So, the way you marry Douglas, you become familiar after seven years. If you manage it to repeat yourself as a 14, go back and check statistics of the year's marriage break. And then it come back 21. Mm. By that time, it has multiplied itself three times. Mm. So the most familiarity you didn't control in seven years, it doubles up in 14 and triples in 21. Hey. Hey. So most people enjoy marriages for the first seven years. Most of the stubborn women, it shows after seven. A woman can handle stubbornness and submit, but seven years, that egg will break. And the thing will come out. And let me tell you a stubborn heart. 
a stubborn heart don't receive the word of God. It gets angry. So somebody can come to check and cross his leg. It means your heart is stubborn. A man of God was preaching in a place. And he said, there was another senior man of God who was there. Say, I'm preaching somewhere. Kwame has taken a seat to come and give it to me. But I was wearing his credit card as a bishop. And when I was doing demonstration, I just come and say, hey, you come here, come here. And he fell out. Ah, the man, didn't you know I'm a bishop? So he decided he won't give the seat to the man. Because the man has humiliated him. And when he went by, the Lord told him that, I just want to show you how proud you are. So self-defense and those things to protect like somebody didn't treat you well is a sign of pride. Okay. It's pride. And that pride there, it can be all of us who know. It's there. Today God show me. If you like, go and check it. Yeah. So all of you, when the guys marry you, you'll be, you'll be nice six years, seven years, your stupidity will start. Yeah. Unless you grow from there, if you mature, this whole thing, the secret is maturity. And I'm talking about biblical maturity. You are reading the word and you are acting on the way. You can marry a man that doesn't pray. You can marry a woman that don't pray. Even if you are prayerful, you won't copy the prayer from you. Yeah. People have married people. They've not copied anything from them. They've not converted things from them. No. Yeah. And the stubborn heart will not let them humble themselves and learn. And this is where we have to pray for our children. Thursday, we must dedicate them. Because some of us say, our children must not take our life. Listen, so if they won't take our life, if I say it and the boy won't take our life, they must have a personal encounter with God. I call it personal encounter. They must not know the God you know, but they must know God for themselves. This is it. God said, I will give you a new heart and I will put a new spirit in you and I will take your stone, stubborn heart. So there are heart. God knows the heart is stone. The heart is what? Stubborn. A boar, what is inside you is not a, a flesh or a stone. Think about it. Yeah. I'm not the one saying, is it not in the Bible? Or do you need glasses to see it? I will give you a new heart. We must pray that prayer from tomorrow. Amen. That is why David says, search me and know my heart. Amen. Try me and know my thought. Listen, if your heart change, your attitude will change. Amen. I'm telling you. Amen. That is why sometimes people leave church and I don't go, mind to go and look for them. Their heart has changed. Amen. Yeah. If you call them, you see their reaction. Yes, yeah. The only way they'll come back is when their heart turns. The way Peter went to pray and cry and ask God for forgiveness for denial, it was a heart change. Do you know why Judas hung himself? It was pride. The spirit of pride let him feel like, oh, why did I do this? You have done it. Go and apologize. Yeah. Every suicide is a sign of arrogance. Yeah. You have gone to borrow money. And instead of thinking that people are going to find out that this is what you have done, that you want to kill yourself. Because there is nothing you have done that somebody has not done the worst, but they are still living. Yeah, they are still living. Anytime you come to church, something happened, and then you said, eh, I don't even want to come again. Eh? Eh, there is a lady who used to come to church here. Somebody was going to marry her. The person didn't marry her, marry another person. You stopped coming to church. 
Because out and It's pride. It's simple pride. Yeah. There are people in the Bible, they were kings. They slept with people. God put their name black and white. When you read David and Bathsheba, it was a king. He was one of the most powerful kings at that time. What he did in secret, God put it there. So God can decide to display your mistake. He will move you to the mistake and display it. And to, to, to teach other people. Yeah. So some of you, you fornicated. We heard it, but we didn't talk. There's something we'll talk about it. I know you are saying, "Ask on my own." You don't know. You wait. You wait. You wait. To come there, you wait. There is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed. It is in the Bible. Bibienuwa a hinta MP. So for Sanya Kano, a hinta Sibienuwa MP. 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 The MP. Ochina. No, Etoya. Etoya. Somebody told. Somebody told. His husband is a virgin. They marry all right. Yeah. They marry all right. One day, a friend who forced to have sex with that girl did not know that his friend has married again. So he saw her come and say, hey, wow, this girl I've met. Anytime I see her, I regret for something I've done. Somebody said, oh, I forced her into sex. Happy. Look at the way God did it. And because of that, the marriage break. Yeah. There is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed. No. That is why God wants us to confess our sin. So some of the secrets, I say, confess it to man. Confess your fault to If I did something and I come to tell you, when you tell it again, it's nothing, it's no effect. After I've told you. I will give you a new heart. It means that, listen, there are some people, only God can change their heart. There is a spirit I'm discovering. Eh? God showed me that spirit and told me, help your sons and daughters out of it. It's called the spirit of self-destruction. One, I will sell a bravo. That spirit in a bounce. Eh? You suck people who can help you. It's a spirit of self-destruction. We will deal with it on Friday. You don't know that that is what you are doing. But that's what you are so stubborn that that kind of thing. Have you seen some women say that? Me, that's snobbish thing. I know how to do it. Yeah, you are proud. Yeah. And one of the dangers in life is when God lifts you and you forget where you are coming from. And you wish everybody should control you. It's dangerous. You're on a slipping floor. You will sleep like this and you can't come back. Wow. 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 Any lifting, be conscious of where you are coming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you get a title you can't handle, go, go for it. We can give you a title, you will lose God. You will miss God one time. Not everybody can handle a title. So, come don't come and tell me to make you a bishop. Yeah. This is your waste. You can't walk the way you are walking. As I'm telling you, there are people, their destruction came as a result of the title they went for. Because not everybody can handle a title. 
There are people they will handle title genuinely. Yeah. Amen. So if you go to the office and they, they call you managing director, I learned this from Americans. If it's a director in the office, you come and say, No, 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 just call me Frank. They will tell you, just call me Frank. Oh no, 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 I'm fine. I'm cool. Just come. That's why you hear them call Obama. You hear them call, they have some names. They can call somebody can call her, yeah. By day. Yeah. You <laughs> one day Reverend Yusu asked me to call a pastor and discuss something that Reverend Yusu wanted. So I call him. I say, hello, uh, is that pastor? So he says, no, wrong line. Put it down. I call back. He said, no, please, don't call. It's a wrong line. So I call Reverend Yusu. I said, Papi, the number he gave me, so, so it's not wrong. It's not wrong, Anna. I just spoke to him. Huh? Or you want me to make conference call? I said, but try it. So I repeated the number. I call again. He said, please. I said, don't call me. So I called. Reverend Yusu said, oh, I have asked Prophet Anna to call you. Uh, somebody to call you this. When I call, say, please, point of call. I'm not pastor, I'm a reverend. God is my witness. Yeah. So to call him the pastor, I am not. I, the person cannot handle title. It has gone into his head. What really does a reverend add to you? A reverend that has not won a soul. Think about it. I need the power of God on my life than titles. That's what I'm looking for. That's what I'm looking for. There are people there. They can handle titles with decorum. And wait. I mean, they know how to. But some of them, it destroyed them. Somebody was make a bishop in a church. Came to his church. He was passing. He said some people didn't stand up. So they should all stop singing in the choir. And some of them, they want to leave already. <laughs> like these guys, if I tell you, come tomorrow I will see them again. Come, they are waiting for me to provoke them so that they will leave. <laughs> so they were, so they left. So he's coming. Oh, okay. Then somebody ring a bell. Come. And everybody stands. <laughs> <laughs> However, there are people God will give them that thing naturally. I never taught anybody. I was in Britain. When I'm preaching, I'm coming. Pastors, the moment they see me, they just stand up. So that when I tell them to sit down, they won't, they won't mind me until I sit down before they sit down. Nobody taught them. Nobody taught them. They say, we are honoring God's hand on your life. No. It, it doesn't go. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. And then they won't mind you. That's different from demanding it. Don't demand it. Earn it. Do you know it will be a surprising thing to go that you are in this chair but your marriage is not working? Because I travel around. People came to me and say, if not because of listening to you, my marriage is broken. Yes, but somebody said, do you know what? Do you know why it's working? The heart is stubborn. Jesus, the Bible talks about, I will, I will take out, so God said, when I give you the new heart, I must take the old one, but what is taken, I will take number one, you're stony. 
the heart is not this biological thing he's talking about to your spirit man so anytime you hear the bible talks about heart he's talking about the inner spirit man it is that thing that when he changed it, it converted the loud lady to become submissive lady we just enjoy them amen i'm not talking about the one you are pretending you it's from your spirit yeah akuma everybody should pray all failures start from there all success start from there all wrong decisions start from wrong heart stubbornness is there is there i am angry is there temporal lack of submission is there the heart is a reason five thousand marriages are in divorce court It's the reason why the Christian anointed marriages can be destroyed. Men and women, of course. Because there's a limit to what everybody can do. <laughs> that is how people's marriage get destroyed. Everybody is shocked. There are some marriages when the devil cut it. The whole world is shocked. Yeah. Thank God for people like Pastor Benny. That day, their marriage, God restored it back. It means that do you know what the marriage was restored? The heart was turned. The heart changes. Yeah. It's your heart that's making you go for the guy who has a car, but you don't have a future. Yeah. All you like is the car. That Prado. Yeah. yeah. And there's a guy here who doesn't have a car, but you are not giving him attention. The heart is what made them go for a car. Do women love cars? So this is the reason why they are failing. You see, when they get their first fiancée, who open the door and they sit down and it goes into their head. When you propose you don't have a car, they are thinking is that who is going to open the door? And that is what. And then they choose a wrong path. And then they crash. When I married, I didn't have a car. Yeah. Do you know after my wedding, I borrowed my brother-in-law's car for three days. Then I'm give him his car for three days. Yeah. There's nothing like enjoying three days and taking it back. Three days. Yeah. But there's no car. I can't drive now. So there are guys standing here. They have a future. But if your heart is wrong, you won't see it. Because some of you, you are not looking for the fear of God. You are looking for something for people to say, why are you lucky? There are some guys in church, a wrong heart. They don't like this prayerful woman. They are not even looking at them. There are guys in church. I know they don't have a future. Because they will still marry women they are not supposed to marry. And you will not know it after seven years. All stubbornness is marriage comes when the man is in the pitch of his breakthrough. Then yours, if you are not strong, disturbances come. Listen, a pastor told me something. I was somebody say, if your wife you are married said the ministry will not work, it will not work. If the woman you marry said, so they will not marry the woman here. Their heart is not correct. They don't like the Christian woman. Yeah, they don't. There are guys here, they will bring importation of a lady gaga to the church. Yes. 
So some of you, what they will say, their fiancés said, when they bring them to church, the girls don't pray. When we are praying, you see them sitting down. Or the best they do is to chew it down. Next time they will say that, that your church, I like it, but the man you pray too long. And then you could see that the one you, you brought, he's not spiritual. You will see the effect now. I'm giving you five to seven years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you You don't like praying. So to complicate the thing. We say, I will give you a new heart. This prayer, I prayed it almost 27 years ago. If you judge prophet and not by my action, you make a mistake. Your heart can win God's attention. Listen. You can copy a man, but you can't copy his heart. That is where the point is. So listen. Don't marry a tall woman with pony. Marry a woman with a certain heart. So this beautiful girl, sometimes you have to put the beauty aside and find out what is in his heart. And I tell you, listen. It is easy to flow with a heart that prays. About pen Bible or Pakwanchere, not Osunyame or so on. Or Paul found the Bible no account of a devotion. Or the better anymore. Or the better anymore. Recently, it is statistically proven that all pastors' children that do well is connected to their mother. Statistically proven. If their mother is prayerful, the children will end up because the fathers always are dealing with the issues of the church. It's the mother that takes care of the home. It's the heart that will not let people pay tight. It's the heart that will not let people give. It's the heart. When God asks you to close your bank account and give the money to me, the reason you won't listen is your heart. Anybody here struggling about something is your heart. The heart is the reason you are not in any department because you don't want to be a become because you are proud because anybody in the world somebody must talk about you no Bible says woe unto you if all men love you so when you walk around everybody loves you you yourself <laughs> it is in the Bible that woe unto everybody walking on earth that everybody loves you so God said that if you don't have enemies, you don't qualify to be my child. Yeah. However, you deal with dangerous enemies that threatens your life. But normal envious enemies, they are normal. Because the only way you know God is blessing you is that somebody will envy you. One of the symptoms and the sign of God's blessing is that people don't, people envy you. Sometimes you don't even know what you're that. It's a sign that God is blessing you. Yeah. The sign of Joseph's blessing is that his brothers hate him. So when people hate you, it's a sign of God's blessing. Guard your heart with all diligence. Out of it are the issues of life. Yeah, it's the heart. Yeah. It's the heart that makes us go for wrong wife and wrong husbands. It's the heart. Heart in lead you. Yeah. Because of Bible, maybe we have a command. Yes, sir. Some of you are putting your heart in the hands of Jesus. You are putting in the hands of uh, Frederick Gross. 
South American guy be Julius Freddy Gross. Your hand. Hear this. Let me say this. All of you that has married and you go home, you have peace. Don't take it for granted. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Millions of Christian marriages are on the rocks. Pastors, apostles, prophets. Do you know how many women have prayed that their husband should depart? Yeah. Yeah. If you don't guide your heart, eh? you will pray against somebody God has an assignment for his life because of your selfish gain. There are details of married people. Don't. Do you know why some men don't take care of their, of their children? Eh? Because they lost interest for the woman that gave them to the children. can prove it to you in the Bible. If a man marries you and loses love for you, he stands the chance of not taking care of your children. So, so the love a man has for a, a woman that is why don't try to do anything for your husband to lose interest in you it will affect the children prove it watch this all the first three children of Elia, Jacob cursed all of them when the beloved wife gave birth to a son you saw a coat of many colors The love Jacob has for Rachel, it was translated to Joseph. The love even went ahead to Manasseh and Ephraim. He adopted them into the church. These are all spiritual. If you are a kind of woman, you don't understand. So you're misbehaving there, it can go into your children. Don't ever mess with a man who has a symbol who carries authority. So when you be nanu pakunu or spiritual authority, be careful the way you deal with the person. Leah Dems didn't know the authority of Jacob. If Ruby know the authority his father has, he won't sleep with his father's wife. He took him out of the tribe. This is a man who carries authority. You may not like him. Hey, Isaac told Esau, "I have blessed your brother. It cannot be reversed." This is a man who carries authority. So now me the two me show being someone. Only need to tell you careful. I'm teaching you spiritual. Don't stay in carnality. Be spiritual. These are things you must understand. Yeah. So obi kura mutumia. If you are dealing with a person, be careful. Yeah. And whether you like it or not, your husband he has a certain authority over you. When you go to classroom, your teacher has a certain authority. The lecturer that is impacting knowledge to he has authority. Make sure he doesn't curse you. Are you a child here? Don't, don't misbehave in the name of you speaking in tongues. You mess with your father who is not a Christian. He has authority. It's called parental authority. And he doesn't need to be born again to exercise it. So learn it. These are principles. When I'm working, all these things are in my mind. So there are people when I meet them, I know the authority they carry above me. No, I will not mess with any father who has laid hands on me before. If I know that in general I say lay hands on me, can he try it? His hands will wither. 
God that you even me tremble. Yeah. There's a man of God who knelt down in time. I didn't lay hands on him. I knelt by his side and I prayed. I know the authority. He did it by humility, but I understand the authority. Are you getting it? Yeah. So who called Maria? Now Kujrawa. Huh? Vow now we exchange. There are things you say in the vows that you forget. By sitting in heaven. So, don't go and think that because boy, now you know what you and the CCIFDA, who know just a renoir and the CCB or no day and away. that you are talking about CC authority. CC is in Kamu. CC is not part of authority. A man carries authority, carries authority. Oh, yeah. If a man has authority, has authority. Yeah. Well, how silly or how fat is that? It's not, it is what comes out of his mouth. Principle a lot of people are sitting in jail, they are speaking of tongues, but they don't understand. No matter how you are richer than your husband, understand the realm of authority. That one you have to understand. You do it by wisdom for your own blessings and advancement. There is another thing I'm like, there are women who start well. They understand authority at a certain point they change sometimes as a result of bad friends ego or a little blessings and lifting it is dangerous to try to challenge a person who stand in a spirit that you don't stand there i want to ask you a question because god can punish the man you have married as a servant of god and spare you and punish him so god will also not permit you to misbehave around him when God told Moses, go to the mountain and die, where was his wife? Did God consider his wife and children? No. So this is the other side of marrying people with authority. When Achan was stealing the gold, was his wife among? He was punished with her. Learn me today. So if you go and bring a boyfriend and your father say, I don't like the guy, you have only two options you let the guy go or you pray for your father's mind to change but don't pass behind your father and go to your uncle to receive the bride right he'll curse you you will hear the curse by it to work so a lot of the marriage that is broken we don't know the foundation and the cause but baby is not correct I would never marry a woman that the father doesn't agree with the marriage. My journey. No. Because the man is a symbol of authority. For instance, and your banner to a colleague, it is a woman, a man that name, don't force him in prayer. That is not. No. You cannot use. Shall listen. All the women who named children in the Bible, there was a problem. One of them is called Jabez. Because the woman broke a spiritual authority. She's not supposed to name the child. It was the father's job. Now listen. I keep saying something, you get offended. But I keep saying, this is an arrogant generation. Today I was asking the Lord, what is the cause of marital break? He was teaching... Do you know the message because it's giving for the next family life? 
If you don't change, you won't change again. It's not a wedding you are coming. Our year can start after seven years. Honeymoon, it can be for six years. Then seven years, the testing starts. The only way to win test is humility. And quote unquote, becoming like a fool. That is the only way it works. I talk, you talk, it will never work. It depends on the sensitivity of the one you marry. If you people listen to what I'm preaching, you will never fall into a pit. You will never stumble. Some people, they wish they hear this before they marry. But even then, they still don't have a school. They can still change it. Yes. You can marry the devil and live at peace with him. And all depends on your attitude. Because soberness will bury anybody's ego. When you are submissive, it will bury the other man's ego. But when you are proud, it will wake it up. When your authority grows, God makes sure that you have a heart that will not destroy others. Every authority must be responsible. God will not give an anointing to a man. If you can call fire from heaven, God will give you that anointing. Make sure that no matter how you are pressed, you won't call the fire. If there is one person who can snipe his finger and the whole world will be destroyed, it's Jesus Christ. But he never applied. Do you know that even unbelieving men, they want to marry Christians? Do you know the reason? They want somebody with a good heart. Because Think about it. So you can even be unbeliever and be wise. There are marriages that the devil destroy. There are marriages that the people destroy themselves. This is what I call the spirit of self destruction. May you be exempted from. Would you have a new fair fee? Recently, something occurred to me that if you marry and Jesus appeared to you and asked you, okay, if Jesus came to this lady who was married for about one year, maybe less than one year, and then asked her after nine months or 11 months of marriage, if he asked his husband, are you happy? The man is saying he is happy because they are still in the kindergarten state of the marriage. The red test will start after seven years. If I'm between six and seven. That is the peak of familiarity. That even depends on the acceleration of your blessing. The more God blesses you, the more slippery sand you stand. And the more you stand the chance of losing your marriage if you are not mature so high should be gay losses marriage so it's not money that make marriage work so don't ever think that when you make money you'll be happy it will be part it will play part the money that make happy must rest on the foundation of submission righteousness and the fear of God it is there so the two key ways are working the love and the submission the love and the submission the love and the submission but the submission will reinforce the love so a submissive woman it is easy for a man to love her no matter how crazy the man is 
there is something about submission eh? oh yes no man here want to marry a woman that is stubborn and even the women themselves know no man want to marry a stubborn woman no man want to do that no man whether they are Hindus, Christians Muslims, whatever it is no man want that so every man naturally that is why he can be in America and send to the village to bring her a wife this is a true story a lady visited me three days ago and he said there is a professor he's a lecturer the man is a very top consultant and he's married a woman I think the woman didn't go to school well. so when he's going to some fast he can't take the woman because the way of he can yes but he told them he said listen I go to the fast the fast is three hours I close but I come home very peaceful he said girls, girls. this girl she highly lifted her voice against me she has never and I'm very peaceful. He said, what is the use of going to all my conference and come to a table at home? He said, anytime I cross, I'm in hurry to go home. Hey, or say, I just have to mention the food. She will cook it. She never complain. She doesn't lift her voice. Me a prof. Only a proco. But... We are say it's, it's just peaceful. And I was telling him why some people in America will tell their mother, Mama, find me a girl at Menyakpongulo. Yeah. Near the Naba. And also no said, can be another story. That one is more dangerous than marrying these stubborn ones. So the way you are shouting, be careful. No. If a woman don't talk on top of your voice. No. We will learn all this thing. Don't talk with your husband and your voice is raised. It's a sign of the demonstration of your pride. No. It's the same thing. It doesn't change. The way you can't shout on your father, don't shout on your husband. Because your husband is continuing your father's assignment. That is why women always need a father. So there's a message I preach about the father. When we marry women, we father them. Nobody wants to father a stubborn person. Contrary to whatever you say about the man is Okasakasa. Submission is submission. Period. Do you know submission? Do you know submission? Do you know? This is the peak of submission. Where your husband is going to um, vacation with you at Dubai. And when you get your husband told you that he doesn't want anybody to know that you are his wife so you are going to behave like you are brothers and sisters will you do that you will you do it it's in the bible there are women what are some kind and i like what he said and the normal woman will say that but sarah and Kat abraham said then i will patch it she just obeyed so this generation don't even read the Bible. Now what then? Our children, now what now? It's all the baby. Eh, eh, my sister, please you meet my sister. Hey, now swakojinchia. Now this is the worst scenario. 
he greeted one of the Arab sheikhs and introduced us. And the Arab sheikh took her and paid dowry. He gave Abraham cut. Abraham collected it. Now who dummy and cabbage chipping who? But who dummy no no? But God put it in the Bible to show us the peak of submission. Kind of woman have you married now? No, all of you that are laughing at the wrong side of your mouth. Hey, and then the side are not tired, and then be a tap. But when you go to be a one of the greatest revelations as I found is that there is no modernization with God. The old ragged principle is still maintained. So you can be in your modern thing, but God is not in the modernization business. You, the way you are taught, if your husband take you to Paris and he said that you are my sister, what will you say? Think about it. Well, tell me what you say. We have gone for invasion and nana said oh this is my sister and as a result of that introduction an arab sheikh has taken the woman i'm sure he gave her the first kiss in front of his brother and this woman are so submissive that the bible said learn from the from your your mother sarah who as a result of submission will call their husband lord it's in the bible mira Today, can a woman call his husband Mira? And I didn't cross his hands and say, Mira, Mira, This is why you people are suffering. But a bit, a bit, a bit of When I went for the invasion, I saw one woman say, Mira, Mpacho, Yabako Tambe. Yeah. Our major problem is modernization. Hey, come here, bro. I will give you a new heart. Say, Lord, I receive it. Say, Lord, I receive a new heart. All the men are laughing. Come tomorrow. What is our part? But let me tell you something. I've, I've diagnosed the thing. I used to descend on the men. The Lord told me, a stubborn, the most stubborn man will live at peace with a submissive woman. Yes, because it will bury the stubbornness. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A woman that is quick to say, I'm sorry. It's a sign of total humility. What's the man the crowd? Oh, I'm sorry, honey. <laughs> I saw a vision today, and the Lord told me, if you don't pray, a lot of ministry marriages will be destroyed. Jesus. Yeah, I saw it. Jesus. I saw, I saw four. That is where the, the devil wants to make news out of it. And the reason he does that is that he breaks that to make it easy for the congregation to also break them. Yeah. And this is it. There are men of God in America have studied them. They lost their marriage, but they didn't lose their ministry. Yeah. Because God keeps the ministry on the cutting edge. Girls, learn to be submissive. Do you understand? Start it from, don't start it in courtship and pretend that our then work based on your character. No. <laughs> Hallelujah. Maintain your home. Let there be peace. Move it. And I say, don't mess with authority. Yes, sir. Your father, your, your teacher, 
your husband, your spiritual father. Yeah. Because if your biological father cares you, it's your spiritual father that can reverse it. And what do you mean? Yes, Jacob cursed Ruby. It was Moses that reversed the curse. Moses is Ruby's spiritual father. But Jacob is Ruben's biological father. The biological, God, Moses lives and said, let no Reuben die and let no his men be few. Yeah. And he saved Reuben's life. When the father of Jericho, because when Joshua conquered Jericho, he became the father of the land. He cursed the land. It was Elisha who came to reverse the, the curse. Yeah. He said, bring me a salt and a cruise. He went to the tree and poured the salt. They say, from today, there shall no more be cursed on this land. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Your beauty will take you to marriage, but character must keep you. Let me paraphrase it. Beauty will take you to marriage, but a good heart will keep you. Submit to him. Call him Mira. Once a while. It helps a man. It's a Mira. Yeah. Hey, Kwaku, brah. <laughs> no, I'm teaching principles that will let things work. If men go out to work because men score points, it troubles a man when he can't have a place to put his family. It can bring his mind to a standstill. A man becomes destabilized when he cannot provide to the family. So, in the next marriage, I'm going to teach you that once a while, encourage your husband. It means I tell him that, thank you for being the kind of father you are. And don't discourage him. Tell him. For firing and giving you a son. Do you, do you know, do you know the energy that, okay, I've closed the service. Do you know the energy that goes into that? So once a while, you must look at the man and say, congratulations for being the kind of father you are. What is the use of coming to church kaye, kaye, and our homes are burning? What is the use? Children are growing in a kind of tense environment. God told me something in London. He said that, listen, the children will learn by observation by what you tell them. So they, 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 all this, they are watching you. Yeah. African women don't know how to do that. Yeah. They don't know how to encourage men. Even sex, every time it's a mountain that go to Muhammad or one of them, whichever one. Yeah, they don't know how to do that. You watch things in movie, you don't copy. Yeah. How many of you all these years have told your husband, honey? Thank you very much. Maybe some some wedding anniversary. Thank you for being there. Do you know some of you have married men? They've never committed adultery. It's not they don't have the opportunity. They've never done it. They've they've escaped and jumped all kinds of temptation. Even your own has committed just once. <laughs> you could have done 10 but once you just yeah. what are you talking about and after that he has repented and become a better man a lady was talking to me my husband is a wicked man he mm. <laughs> used that word more than 7 times I said papa he has money he will never give me a dime he is in charge of this oil, charge of this one. So I even learned that there are women with there are men with money, but they don't they don't support their husband. So if you have if you if your husband come and all the money has is ten thousand, not their trust, mommy, it's a blessing. 
Yeah. If your husband shop for you and pay, it's not every woman that is getting that. It's a blessing. So don't only concentrate on what he has not done. Once a while, encourage him. Yeah, tell the children to come and thank him. Teach them from the initial stage. Tell your children that your father has been a good dad. Yeah. Don't program the children to hate their father. Because the spiritual authority can work. And it takes spirituality to do that. It takes spirituality. Men testify about their wife to other friends. They talk. He can meet and say, I bless God for the woman I married. She can also not say anything. There is something called no comment. It means that we don't know whether it's good or bad. When nobody makes comment about your stances are that you have not met the standards. Because the comment must be a good one. He doesn't want to disgrace you, but he can also say you are a good person. Now listen, unfortunately, if you come to my meeting and I've gone to show you, uh, this man, Hebrews chapter 3. The Greek word is makos, and the, and the Latin word is anakazokokos. God didn't give me that message. I deal with the issues of life. Okay. After you finish three days fasting, how is your home like? The way you are standing here with a nice face, if a man marries you, can another person look at your marriage and wish like he also married? Or people look at your marriage and vow they will never marry? So don't let us be prayerful absent in, and then character is absent in our life. I don't think God will celebrate a prayer warrior who doesn't have a character. Because character is the security of every great destiny. Amen. I read another statistics. All men who close office and don't come home early it's a sign of a stubborn wife. Also, when you're ready, some of them are thinking, and they don't care because of the job. It's not true. It's not true. Somebody say every woman should treat his husband like a cat. If you have ever owned a cat before, he's always around you, meow, and then he's. Have you have a cat before? Not in who to chew, then they are always around you. They don't want to leave. That's what it is. Nothing is worse than a man working hard and coming to a home that is turbulent. They will connect to drinking if they don't fear God. I was teaching on Sunday, all the Bible prophecies have been fulfilled. This is a generation that is practically living in the fulfillment of prophecies. Kingdoms against kingdom, nations against nations. I didn't happen in our eyes. What the Bible said years ago, it happened in our time. Pestilence, epidemics, pandemics. Amen. Are you blessed? Yes. Let's pray this prayer before we go. Number one, a new heart. Every one of us, God should give us a new heart. Amen. You can't work for Him. Amen. I say you can't do what work for him. Hallelujah. I pray a prayer for this country when I was in Britain. I say, Lord, God showed me something. I say, Lord, 
God give us grace for us to accept the prosperity of our brothers and sisters. Are you getting it? Yeah. God should give us that grace to accept. Lift up your holy hand. Father, I pray for divine exemption. Amen. For anybody here. Serve God. Amen. It will be a benefit on your children. Don't take where you are standing for granted. Yes. One day, your son will be pastoring a church. Serve God. Today, I thought about something. In the Garden of Eden, there was no Facebook. There was no Twitter. There was no Skype. In the midst of that innocence, if Satan could penetrate, what about the thing that surrounds us? You don't know what we are fighting. Who knew my dear fighting? So if you, all you think about your children is the best school they will go. What is the use of going to a good school, paying good school fees, and they are out of touch with God? Everything a child needs to become the best he can be is in Christ. Amen. Take Christ out. It's useless. I see you making it. This week, three days, you'll be exempted from something. God will honor you. The Lord will give you a new heart. A heart that serves you. Amen. A heart that loves you. Amen. A heart that submits. Amen. A heart that loves. Amen. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.